I'm quoting now. There are no known international terrorist organizations operating in Mexico. No evidence that any terrorist groups has targeted U.S. citizens in Mexican territory. And no credible information that any member of a terrorist group has traveled through Mexico to gain access to the United States. Now, you might be saying, okay, that's a report from July of last year about conditions back in 2016. What about now? Maybe it's changed. Well, here's what a senior administration counterterrorism official told CNN just yesterday about current conditions. And I'm quoting, while we acknowledge there are vulnerabilities at both our northern and southern border, we do not see any evidence that ISIS or other Sunni terrorist groups are trying to infiltrate the southern U.S. border. Now, those appear to be the facts, not just as we know them, but as knowledgeable people in the president's own administration do. And again, this isn't about the merits of this or that immigration policy, only about making arguments based on facts, not fears, which is also why, again, tonight we're not showing wall-to-wall video of that caravan itself, because whatever you think about the people in it, there's no evidence they are, as the administration is suggesting, some kind of invading army infiltrated potentially by terrorists looming on the U.S. border. They're 1,100 miles away from the very nearest border cross, facts, not fears, which his own administration do. And again, this isn't about the merit border. Now, those appear to be the facts, not just as we know them, but as knowledgeable people in the president's own administration do. ISIS or other Sunni terrorist groups are trying to infiltrate the southern U.S. border. Now, those appear to be the facts. Quoting, while we acknowledge there are vulnerabilities, well, here's what a senior administration countered back in 2016. What about now? Maybe it's changed. From the Novatech Managed IT Traffic Center, it's currently 46 degrees, mostly clear skies, but unfortunately we've got a crash downtown. The exit ramp is blocked on 40 eastbound at 24 from an earlier crash that happened about an hour ago, and traffic is in the clearing stages, and then of course you got to be careful in the usual construction zone. Be safe and drive happy this morning. From Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC, I'm Carter with your Time Saver Track. This report is sponsored by the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Not knowing the difference between a cold and the flu can be frightening. By using the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, this Halloween, you won't be tricked by any spooky symptoms. From the Accurate Weather Center, your talk radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC forecast. Gorgeous. It's about a good word for it as we head through today. Change is coming, though. Lots of sunshine today, 65. Tonight, thickening clouds, 45. Tomorrow, slight change of showers, 59. Maybe a little rain tomorrow night, showers on Friday. Powered by the Accurate Mortgage Group by Meteorologist Ray Stigett with the Weather Channel. Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC. You're shot at $1,000. Now, text this nationwide keyword, CASH, to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info. Standard data and message rate supply. That's CASH to 200-200. Win $1,000. Hey, 1000 bucks. Can't beat that. Every hour. I think I'm going to go on vacation. And I'm paying some bills. Do some other fun stuff. 1000 bucks. I mean, that's a gym. Keep listening for the next chance to put a grand in your hand. What would it take for you to get a tattoo you didn't want? A million dollars? How about a million socks? I'm Randy from Bombas. When me and my business partner, Dave... How's it going? ...quit our jobs to start a sock company... Bombas. We wanted to make the best socks in the history of feet. No more annoying seam, no more falling down your leg, added arch support. You get the idea. And what's better than creating the best socks in the history of feet? Sharing them. 
this is what we do. One pair purchased equals one pair donated to those in need. Our dream was always to donate a million pairs. We thought it would take 10 years. That's why Dave said, when we donate a million pairs of socks, I'll get a tattoo to celebrate. But then something happened. People loved our socks. And instead of 10 years, it only took two and a half. A million pairs. And one Bombas tattoo on my arm. Feel the most comfortable socks in the history of feet by going to bombas.com slash 1510WLAC and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash 1510WLAC. I'm Amy Eretz, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. It's very meaningful to me when I hear customers talk about how Madison Reed at-home hair color has changed their lives. Here's Vicki, one of our very first customers. Coloring my own hair is easier than I ever imagined. The best part, I no longer have to sit in a salon and pay over $100 to have this done. Now I color it when it's convenient for me, and it takes less than an hour. People compliment me on how great my color is, and my hair is incredibly soft and healthy looking. Experience beautiful, multidimensional, ammonia-free, salon-quality color for under $25. Join the hundreds of thousands of women who have tried and loved Madison Reed. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code TRUST. That's code TRUST. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. I want to tell you about a time in American history so it never repeats itself. My family was ravaged. Thousands and thousands died. And then one day, there was hope. Before vaccines, there were few ways to help protect against deadly illnesses. I never want my grandchildren to see what I saw. Remember, vaccinate. A public health message from the American Academy of Pediatrics with support provided by Sanofi Pasteur. Visit protecttomorrow.org. Green Hills, flip the switch from AM to FM. This is Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC. This is the Tennessee Star Report, early edition, with Doug Kellett and Michael Patrick Leahy. And good morning to you. It's uh, 5.06 here on Talk Radio, 98.3, 1510 WLAC, the Tennessee Star Report, the early edition. Uh, Doug Kellett, along with the CEO and Editor-in-Chief, Michael Patrick uh, Leahy of the Tennessee Star. And uh, good to be with you this morning. I guess uh, since we're here, neither one of us won the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the mega jackpot last night, but someone in South Carolina apparently uh, has the winning ticket. Uh, got all of the numbers plus the uh, the the uh, mega ball uh, number uh, correct on their ticket, and uh, the payout's more than nine hundred. That's a lump sum payout of nine hundred million dollars. So someone and their life, I guess, is going to change. Uh, maybe living in South Carolina. Of course, the media is scrambling to find out more information about uh, the winner, but that. Uh, is uh, topping some of the news tonight, or this morning, I should say. And then, uh, of course, we've got, uh, you know, within two weeks now of the midterm elections. And it's interesting, too, to see some of the uh, the predictions, uh, the way things are going, um, some of the prognosticators, I guess you would call them, in the, in the political process. I can't think of anything more dangerous uh, to be in, uh, a job, uh, than to try to predict uh, political elections. But uh, nonetheless, many of them are very confident the Democrats will win at least the House of Representatives, yet we see some of the early voting numbers where Republicans uh, seem to be uh, going to, you know, the polls or, or sending in their, their votes early, and uh, there seems to be enthusiasm among uh, the GOP base. Michael, what do you make? 
because uh, obviously there's some kind of difference here. Uh, but these uh, the people who predict these things seem to be awful confident the Democrats are going to do very well in the midterms. Uh, the really good news is this will be over <laughs> in 13 days. The long national nightmare will soon be over. Yeah, that's yeah, and true. And then the next yeah. long national nightmare, the 2020 presidential that will be election, the, will begin the next day. Yeah, that'll be the World Series or so, the Super Bowl of the of uh, of politics if Donald Trump does uh, run for re-election like everyone thinks he will, right? I mean, that will be the, the focus of all attention. You know, we talked the, uh, the other day about how the media – uh, they're bringing out the big guns now. They're doing the full coverage for the midterm elections coming up, and uh, you know they're—you called it a do-over. They, this is their opportunity to to do over the 2016 election, right? Well, the biggest do-over comes from the prognosticators you mentioned. So let's talk about the biggest prognosticator, Nate Silver. Yeah, what do you think about this. him? I was reading uh, on his website uh, this morning. He's a former ESPN guy that. Uh, seems to be the guru now, right? I mean, as far as well, predicting these, or at least that's the way well, he's portrayed. Asterisk, asterisk, <laughs> asterisk. So Nate Silver is yeah. kind of a geeky guy who I think in 2012 uh, was working for the New York Times and had a separate entity called 538.com. And I think he had some, his predictions were actually pretty good in 2012. Fast forward to 2016, the presidential election. 24 hours before the polls closed in in November of 2016, he predicted there was an 86% chance that Hillary Clinton would become elected president. Uh, Didn't work out so well for old Nate. Now, uh, what happened is the New York Times uh, apparently sold that 538 to ESPN. ESPN... Uh, ran with it for a couple of years and it didn't do so well. And so they apparently it spun off and sold it to some other entity right now. Nate may own it himself. I would not invest in it because <laughs> <laughs> once again, he's predicting 13 days out, he's predicting there's an 86% chance that the Democrats will maintain the house of representatives. Um, I think we have many elements going on right now. Um, in this election that are very similar to what was going on in 2016. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's what he has, 86%. I think you're right. Um, the Democrats are winning the House. Uh, I don't know if he's made any predictions about the Senate, but I think it, it seems that a lot of people think the uh, the Republicans will, because the numbers work in the, the favor of Republicans anyway, that they'll win the, the Senate back. But, you know, the uh, <laughs> the, the House... Uh, because they're, you know, they're always up uh, for election every two years. And uh, but I, I just I think there is some difference here between okay, so they can predict this, and uh, you know, a few weeks back, a few months back, there was a lot of thought that maybe Dem- uh, Democrats had the momentum. But since the Kavanaugh hearing, something has changed, right? And so, um, why do you think it is that it appears that uh, at least in the early voting that we can kind of look at that more Republicans are going to vote uh, than Democrats uh, that they're so confident? That's a really good question. I I don't see it. I mean, I think you've got Kavanaugh and the caravan, really the Honduran army (laughs) um, of migrants marching through Mexico trying to break our laws and enter the United States illegally. The, The momentum that I see combined with President Trump running through the tape just like he did in 2016. I mean, that guy has more energy than any political leader we've seen 
in years. He is out there campaigning on rallies, and you can expect to see that between now and November 6th. And CNN, Anderson Cooper, says they're not going to show a constant video of the uh, caravan. We'll talk about that and uh, more in just a moment here on the Tennessee Star Report, the early edition. Listen to President Donald Trump on Phil Bredesen. Phil Bredesen was recruited by Schumer to run for the Senate. Bredesen donated a lot of money to Hillary Clinton. Crooked Hillary. Phil Bredesen supported her, and he supported her ideas. Phil, whatever the hell his name is, this guy will 100% vote against us every single time. President Trump supports Marsha Blackburn. We need Marsha Blackburn. We need Marsha in the Senate to continue progress and work that we've done over the last year and a half. Tennessee needs a senator who is going to support President Donald Trump. I am going to be there with President Donald Trump and take your Tennessee values to Washington, D.C. to fight with him to get the job done. I'm Marsha Blackburn, candidate for the U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Marsha for Senate. I've always managed my money carefully, but it was just one of those months, and I needed some extra cash to cover my bills. AF247.com had my back with a flex loan. I just logged on to apply. An AF247.com representative called me back, walked me through the process, and the money was deposited into my bank account. It was so easy. The flex loan from AF247.com just got a little more flexible with new same-day funding. At AF247.com, you can move cash from your flex loan to your bank account in minutes, right from your smartphone. Your time is precious, and you shouldn't spend it standing in line for a cash advance. Same-day funding at AF247.com is the answer to get cash when you need it without the wait. The flex loan from AF247.com is not a payday loan. It's an open-end line of credit. You only pay for the money you need and only for the time you need it. There's no lump sum payment. Get the cash you need in minutes at AF247.com. From your flex loan to your bank account, flexibility is good. Endorsement by paid actors. From the Novatech Managed IT Traffic Center, we are still doing well so far as you're making your way on in. Not much is going on for us. Everything is still rolling at speed. It is clear and quiet out here. No crashes, no stalls, no trouble spots. Everything is moving along pretty well. Halfway through, we got a full moon, so no telling what's going to happen to us today in traffic. Blame for that. But other than that, you're quiet. From Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC, Woody Hayes with your time saver traffic. This report is sponsored by the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Not knowing the difference between a cold and the flu can be frightening. By using the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, this Halloween, you won't be tricked by any spooky symptoms. From the Akin Weather Center, your talk radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC forecast. Beautiful looking morning, plenty of clear sky, seasonable temperatures this afternoon. Sunshine 65. Tonight, thickening clouds 45. Thursday overcast, maybe a rain shower 59, but as low pressure tracks south, we'll get a little rain in here Thursday night into Friday. Powered by the Akron Mortgage Group. I'm meteorologist Ray Stigic with the Weather Channel. When facility managers need partners ready to take on the toughest challenges, they trust Lee Company. The pros at Lee Company are the experts at servicing all types of facilities. Make the call. Lee Company, 615-567-1000. I'm Amy Eretz, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. 
It's very meaningful to me when I hear customers talk about how Madison Reed at-home hair color has changed their lives. Here's Vicki, one of our very first customers. Coloring my own hair is easier than I ever imagined. The best part? I no longer have to sit in a salon and pay over $100 to have this done. Now I color it when it's convenient for me, and it takes less than an hour. People compliment me on how great my color is, and my hair is incredibly soft and healthy looking. Experience beautiful, multi-dimensional, ammonia-free, salon-quality color for under $25. Join the hundreds of thousands of women who have tried and loved Madison Reed. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code TRUST. That's code TRUST. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, snacks, comfy chairs, and an internet connection. It's the USO to go program, and it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as a link with the American people. To donate, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. Glenn Beck, weekday mornings at 8 on Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC. The Tennessee Star Report, early edition, with Doug Kellett and Michael Patrick Leahy. People are not criminals, they're not terrorists, and they're not even immigrants. They're refugees, and as a nation in the United States, we have to choose what kind of nation we are and treat them with respect. We, we cannot prejudge them. We cannot say all of them are, are criminals, all of them are rapists. That is not true. So what we have to do is to listen to them, hear their cases, and if they deserve political asylum, then run it to them. All right, that's uh, Jorge Ramos uh, talking about uh, the migrant uh, caravan, whatever you want to call it, the Honduran army, as uh, Michael put it just a little uh, while ago. And, um, you know, that's not what the administration has been saying. They didn't say they're all criminals or they're all uh, possible terrorists. It's just that they uh, are a mixture of individuals coming here, and we simply do not know what, uh, by and large, happened to be uh, within this group. And uh, five to 7,000 by the estimates of the people coming uh, toward the U.S. border. CNN, uh, Michael Patrick Leahy is here. And uh, Michael, uh, CNN and Anderson Cooper last night uh, in this conversation with Jim Acosta, one of the uh, White House reporters, uh, said they, they're not going to necessarily bring uh, or show the, the constant videos of the caravan because of uh, you know the, the comments being made from the White House about criminals or such being in there because there's no evidence that uh, any of this exists. So why not show the, I don't understand, why not show the video? What, what's the problem with the video here? Well, because there, there is some evidence, <laughs> and, it, and it does show. I mean, when they're carrying the Honduran flag, right? I mean, Easterners there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if they're carrying, I think I heard Steve or you say yesterday that, you know, if, if you're carrying a flag of another country, then, uh, you know, then you're not really loyal to the United States, right? If you're carrying the flag from your home country uh, during this march, what's that all about? Well, let's look at the evidence. The evidence is there's a Univision reporter down there who said, hey, there are a lot of people here from Bangladesh. That's a Muslim-majority country. It's not in uh, Central America. So that's one piece of evidence. There was another interview of a woman who said, um, they asked her, why are you going up there? Well, I need a job. Now, what about your kids? I've left my six kids behind in Honduras so I can get a job. That's not exactly uh, uh, the kind of political repression 
that qualifies for asylum. This is all about uh, a, get, basically, as, as Steve calls it, the uh, take, uh, trail of take our stuff. <laughs> right. So uh, th- th- this is an illegal invasion of the United States by and, and there's a Department of Homeland Security report. They've con- confirmed that there are in that crowd some criminals. Um, you know, the presumption of innocence is something that applies to American citizens in the United States. It does not apply to invading armies from Honduras marching through Mexico. Or uh, Judge Kavanaugh. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> but you're right about that. I mean, the idea that uh, the American people can't decide, you know, who actually crosses the border to come in here. You know, there was a, a different take. I heard um, Jonah Goldberg and I, I forget who else uh, in the panel yesterday on the uh, Brett Baer program on the Fox News channel. They they think this is a win for Trump in the uh, the fact that this is happening right before the election, because it does highlight uh, the concern that many Americans have about uh, this indiscriminate sort of crossing of the border that's been going on for a long time. Um, you know, there, I, I guess I was taking it more of a concern that this could blow up in the face of Republicans here if it's not handled in the proper fashion once they get to the uh, uh, the border. So uh, this this really is sort of the um, the intangible, right, that could occur before the election that might uh, sway things either way, perhaps. I think that's exactly right. You know, and the question is, you know, how long will it take them to get to the border? We have 13 days. They're apparently a a thousand miles away. So 13, 1000 divided by 13 is about 70 miles a day. That's that's too much for people to walk during a day. But if they have some help from transport, not so hard at all. Um, So we will see where they end up. There are reports that if, if you look at the map, apparently they're on the west coast of Mexico right now, but if they angle towards the northeast, they would. The closest route is McAllen, Texas, which is uh, about a thousand miles away. I don't know which route they're going to take, uh, but clearly there are uh, forces that want to see some kind of confrontation between the American military on the border or the border patrol and these seven thousand. Uh, migrants who are trying to enter the United States illegally. I don't, frankly, see how that ends up benefiting the Democrats uh, unless there's some sort of violent incident. Yeah, I mean, see, that's the thing. I think the media wants that. Uh, I don't know that necessarily Democrats in general do, but I think uh, the the media wants to see this conflict, uh, right? I mean, uh, can you imagine? uh, And this has, I guess, been my concern all along is the, the... the video, the television, sort of pictures of having armed military types and then have, uh, you know, they're going to put women and children first. You of know course, that, right? women and children. And as Steve and, mentioned yesterday, yeah. uh, they'll clearly, <laughs> I think what they'll probably do, are you ready? The, the corporate sponsorship of the Honduran migrant army trying to invade the United States. Uh, they will give them uh, a bunch of little American flags, you know, about 10 miles before they get to the border. Uh, Nike will probably, you know, drop in a bunch of uh, sneakers. And, of course, there'll be, you know, all sorts of shirts with Colin Kaepernick. Uh, uh, and then Starbucks will probably, you know, go to the border and provide them with coffee. Well, don't forget Ben and Jerry's since we're, ben uh, we're Jerry's doing this. Yeah, the, I, now, I don't know how they handle, you know, the, the, the problem of the, the temperature on the border and, uh, and ice cream. But, yeah, that, that probably will be. Now, from a, an American public policy perspective. 
there's a big problem here. And the big problem is once the first caravan successfully enters the United States, which, by the way, Secretary of State Pompeo said yesterday won't happen, there is every incentive in the world for Central Americans and Mexicans to form additional caravans right, exactly. to travel through Mexico. And, in fact, there's a report that another caravan is forming in Guatemala. You know, and you make uh, this point, that, and this is exactly right. I mean, the optics where they would hand them little American flags. So you got little kids with American flags, and then you've got armed, uh, you know, military guys, stormtrooper-looking, right? And on the other side, I mean, that's, that's television that CNN and, and some of these networks would be just uh, dying for, really. I mean, it's, uh, and they certainly could do that because Americans, as a general rule, are a very benevolent country. We, you know, we, we probably spend more money helping people around the world than any other nation ever has. And so there is this, um, this concern, I think I have, that they see this, and therefore we, we wilt in some way. We, I don't know uh, the best way that, uh, could, that this could come down and, uh, and turn these people back because Mexico's not helping at all. They're, they're aiding and abetting really what's going on here. So, and it's really to their benefit, I guess, to, to pass these people through right to the United States. But I do see a situation where, you know, uh, the American people sort of, well, you know, they really want to be here. They, they need the jobs. They, uh, you know, the, the women and children here. Uh, they got little American flags, like you're you're saying. I, I can just see that uh, sort of the momentum change on this. Well, that's uh, probably the perspective of Phil Bredesen's ally here in Nashville, uh, La Raza Renata, Renata Soto, who's the former uh, media past chairman of what used to be known as La Raza Nationwide, and is the founder of Conexion Americas. She has there's a piece in the, the Tennessee and and the Tennessee Star our lead story actually about this she wants to encourage uh nashville to welcome the (laughs) members of this honduran army who make it into the united states she wants to encourage them and help them set up here in nashville i don't think that idea is playing very well among tennesseans and people that are trying to decide on the margin whether they would back bill bredesen for senate or marcia blackburn yeah, I mean that's exactly right, and we—I guess we have to understand too. Democrats are good at this kind of stuff, right? I mean, they—they uh, they seem to to be able to create the atmosphere or whatever uh, to, to cause these confrontations. You know, I, I was wondering too. Why do you think they're heading to Texas uh, rather than maybe California or somewhere across the border there, New Mexico or something like that? A, a state or two states there that would be very friendly to this idea, right? Uh, I don't the, know where yeah. they're headed. Yeah, uh, and I guess I, we I'm think Texas. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's one of these things you have to map it out. And uh, as the crow flies, apparently they're closer. The closest point is McAllen, Texas. I mean, if I were uh, in charge of the tactics of the migrant army, I, I would probably take a different route. I'd go right up the coast and try to jump into California through Tijuana, because as you point out, the governor of California is going to be much. He's a Democrat, Jerry Brown, Moonbeam. Jerry Brown, he's going to be much more receptive to bringing these 7,000 migrants into the United States than the governor of Texas, Republican Greg Abbott. Yeah, and, you know, people wonder out there, say, well, there's only five to 7,000, uh, you know, people in this caravan, and yet, you know, we're 320 million people in this country. You brought up the other reason why this is, uh, you know, this is such an important event, because other caravans will be formed uh, or being formed already to, to head here. It'll just be a constant flow of this kind of 
situation here. The American people have a right to decide who comes into the country. It's, it's just uh, it, it's that uh, it's called simple. the Constitution. <laughs> we have the constitutional right to sovereignty. Now, uh, here's an interesting little uh, Tennessee connection. So we talked about Renata Soto, the good buddy of uh, not only Phil Bredesen, but Megan Berry, who mm-hmm. set up this connection in Americas and, and is the former uh, immediate past chairman of what used to be called La Raza. Guess what country she's in today? I'm just guessing Honduras. How <laughs> uh, close. She's in Mexico. Oh, okay. Guatemala, fact, Mexico. Okay. You can see uh, she sent out a tweet. Now, Mexico is a big country, of course, and she's in Mexico City. But uh, we're going to be watching <laughs> what kind of connection she may or may not have with the Honduran army marching through Mexico because she's already said she wants to welcome them to Nashville. And, no, oh, by the way, it's possible under Issue 1, this Civilian Oversight Board, that a, a, a Honduran illegal immigrant currently in that army could end up serving on the Civilian Oversight Board here in Nashville over police if Issue 1 passes. All right, nice. Uh, Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC. We'll be right back. Tennessee Star Report, the early edition. From the Novatech Managed IT Traffic Center, still nothing going on for us right now here on the interstates. Everything is remaining clear and quiet and looking pretty good for you so far as you're making your way on in this morning. So overall, still a decent drive for your Wednesday, but once again, we have a full moon out there, so no telling what's going to happen. Just plan ahead because it could be a wild one. I'm Wendy Hayes from Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC with your time saver traffic. This report is brought to you by the Tennessee Lottery. What would you do with an extra $620 million in your pocket? Think about it while you hurry into any Tennessee Lottery retailer and play Powerball today for a chance to win $620 million. The next drawing is tonight. From the Accurate Weather Center, your talk radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC forecast. Gorgeous. It's about a good word for it as we head through today. Change is coming, though. Lots of sunshine today, 65. Tonight, thickening clouds, 45. Laurel slight chance of showers, 69. Maybe a little rain tomorrow night. Showers on Friday. Powered by the Akron Mortgage Group by Meteorologist Ray Stigic with the Weather Channel. This report is sponsored by the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Not knowing the difference between a cold and the flu can be frightening. By using the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, this Halloween, you won't be tricked by any spooky symptoms. For Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510 WLAC, I'm Leah Brandon. The father of five-year-old Joe Clyde Daniels is competent to stand trial. That's the word from the DA following evaluations of Joseph Ray Daniels by Centerstone in Nashville and Middle Tennessee Mental Institute. Police say Joseph admitted to beating his son to death in April. However, he's never told them what he did with his body. Columbia is mourning four children and a mother who shot her adopted kids before she killed herself. About 100 people turned out for the vigil last night. It included honoring the first responders and investigators in the case. Columbia's mayor said he also wanted the vigil to bring awareness to mental health issues and suicide. And a longtime East Nashville grocery store up for sale now. The Bill Martin's Foods property on Fatherland Street is for sale. The asking price is nearly $3.5 million dollars. 
Get the latest news, time saver traffic, and Nashville weather on demand now or anytime at WLAC.com. Tech Talk Radio 98.3 at 1510 WLAC with you wherever you go on iHeartRadio. Powered by XanderInsurance.com. I'm Amy Eretz, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. It's very meaningful to me when I hear customers talk about how Madison Reed at-home hair color has changed their lives. Here's Vicki, one of our very first customers. Coloring my own hair is easier than I ever imagined. The best part? I no longer have to sit in a salon and pay over $100 to have this done. Now I color it when it's convenient for me, and it takes less than an hour. People compliment me on how great my color is, and my hair is incredibly soft and healthy looking. Experience beautiful, multi-dimensional, ammonia-free, salon-quality color for under $25. Join the hundreds of thousands of women who have tried and loved Madison Reed. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code TRUST. That's code TRUST. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. Lee Company is the trusted expert in facility solutions. From sports arenas to your local pizza shop, Lee Company technology guides facility owners and managers to smart decisions. Make the call. Lee Company, 615-567-1000. Rush, Hannity, and Fox News. Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510. WLAC. An iHeart Radio station. The Tennessee Star Report, early edition, with Doug Kellett and Michael Patrick Leahy. Uh, Megan, what do you think? Uh, white privilege exists? Absolutely. I think I'm a, an example of it. I think I was born in the United States, which already made me a whole lot luckier than most Well, of that's the world. American privilege. That's not right. white well, privilege. Well, it keeps going. So first I get, I'm born here, which is amazing. But then I'm born into a middle class family. So therefore, I already have access to a lot of things that people who are middle class have. I get born white. That also gives me much more privilege than, but like than other what? Oh, my gosh. Access to education. Access Black to... people don't have access to education. Megan Barry, they're uh, talking about white privilege, which is kind of the constant conversation on college campus any longer about uh, or anymore about uh, how uh, apparently white people have this advantage over others in this country and such. You know, everything she was saying right there, uh, Michael, uh, really would be an indication of why this is a great country, right? I mean... Uh, that the, the, the opportunities are here, and really not just for white people, but for everyone. And, uh, but uh, as she ticks off those uh, sort of what she thinks are advantages, yeah, that's a, sort of a God-given advantage, right? I mean, you're here, you're born in this country uh, through no um, you know, detail of your own. Uh, some sort of higher uh, you know, providence made that decision. You take advantage of it. You, um, you, know, you, you should be happy about it. You should not feel guilty about it. But apparently it's all about guilt these days. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you want to do about it, right? I mean, it's, it, this idea that somehow now we've almost gotten to this reverse racism of the, you know, in this country now. It was, okay, we shouldn't look at people based on their color, and the American people agreed with that. Uh, it's, it's sort of the, uh, the famous quote from Martin Luther King, right, about content of character rather than color of skin. And so uh, people agree that that is the way we should go about it, but that's not what we're doing today. We're actually now going back. It's just a different color skin that we seem to be uh, uh, pointing at from time to time here. You know, uh, you'll see some of these uh, commentators on television say if a person like you and I uh, talk about it, they're like, oh, just it's once again, you know, uh, poor old white men are just uh, feel like they've been beaten upon or whatever. I don't feel that way. 
but I also don't agree with the idea of uh, that people should feel guilty about whatever color they are. You know, uh, disgraced former Nashville mayor Megan Berry apparently suffers from the same psychological deficit as uh, Hillary Clinton. She doesn't know when to go away. <laughs> uh, I mean, does the world need to hear more from Megan Berry after the, the, the ridiculous episode she got involved with in terms of her bodyguard, where she had a personal relationship uh, with her bodyguard on uh, uh, city taxpayer dollars? I don't think so. And yet, <laughs> uh, and yet, <laughs> here she is again. I, I don't know what this it, she shows up in this show. I think it's called like I don't know, White Women of Nashville or something like that. I, I, on the network I've never heard of, Ozzy. Um, you know why? Why does she think that people anywhere in the United States need to hear from her again? She apparently does. I, I just she can't keep away from a microphone. It's the same way as Hillary Clinton. I think it's going over as well with people as as Hillary Clinton's apparent desire to run again, yet again, for president of the United States. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be shocked if that does happen, if Hillary gets back in it. But, well, you know, somebody invited her to the microphone, obviously, but it's, again, about lecturing, you know, people about this whole white privilege thing, which is, is bothersome to me because, and it really has started, I think, with professors on on uh, the universities where they uh, want to make uh, students feel bad, really, once again, about growing up in this country, the background that somehow you or your family uh, has gotten ahead on the backs of someone else. You know, that's not really the way America, uh, at least we looked at ourselves for many, many years. It was if you work hard, you do the right thing, you play by the rules, um, then you have an opportunity to somehow make better, uh, you know, your generation of the pre- than the previous generation. That was that was sort of the way we looked at uh, ourselves. Now that's not the case. If you do well, I guess, and you didn't win the lottery last night, and you do well, then uh, you know you must have somehow gotten there on the backs of someone else. That's what's really, I think, uh, very uh, wrong about this kind of thinking. You know, Megan Berry's reemergence on the national scene comes at a very bad time for one of our good friends and allies, Phil Bredesen. I mean, it's, it's 13 days before the election. And here we now have uh, a reminder of Bredesen's connection to the machine politics of the Democrats. And he, she succeeded him through after a couple other intervening mayors as mayor of Nashville back in a, a couple years, about two years ago uh, when she uh, uh, introduced this uh well actually it was a, a year ago now actually just a year ago when she introduced uh this awful nine billion dollar transit plan uh guess who was sitting on the front row with her i'm just going to guess phil bredesen phil bredesen along with uh, the now former state legislator boss doss uh um, but and then every and carl marks dean and that whole crowd they were all there supporting that terrible uh, proposal, which went down uh, in flames on May 1st, um, uh, about 62% to 38%. uh, Voters in Davidson County absolutely rejected it. So here she is again, 13 days before the election, uh, uh, reminding people of Phil Bredesen's support for that awful plan, and also reminding that her best buddy, Renata Soto, 
the leader of Indivisible. You know, she's the 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 uh, activist who's a former immediate past chair of uh, the group known as La Raza. She does these little heart symbols with with her hands. There's a picture of uh, Renata Soto with Megan Berry, their little heart symbols, uh, indicating their opposition to President Trump. Yeah, have a heart, will you? Um, <laughs> Michael, I mean, come on. You know, you, but you're right. I mean, it's a. Uh, it, there, there's times where uh, you know somebody running for office, you wonder, do I really want their endorsement? Do I really want their help? No, not necessarily. Maybe this is one of those uh, cases, right? I mean, you got to give the Democrats uh, a lot of credit with the fact they can redefine themselves time and time again, right? As you keep pointing out, the former group known as La Raza, right? I mean, because uh, that carried the connotation that it that most people, uh, you know, figured it out exactly what it was, and that was an anarchist group that wanted to. Uh, get the uh, Southwest United States returned to Mexico and, and that kind of thing. And so now so we change to something else that sounds a little better, right? Or are we uh, work in that direction? They're really good about defining things. We see that on a lot of legislation from time to time. I mean, who wants dirty water? So they call it the Clean yeah. Water Act. I mean, and on and on it goes. So uh, they, they have controlled the vocabulary and the language, right? I mean, if you're against white privilege, going back to that again, uh, there must be something wrong with you because uh, uh, obviously their definition of whatever or their vocabulary is the right way to describe it. You know who hasn't said anything about uh, what the United States should do in response to this migrant army of 7,000 plus marching through Mexico uh, filled with some criminals and some Middle Easterners, according to evidence from Univision and others, Department of Homeland Security. Guess who's been silent about that? Steve Gill? <laughs> no. <laughs> Steve Gill has uh, let it know where he stands. And so has Marsha Blackburn. But our, our, our friend Fibber Phil Bredesen has said nothing, nothing about what the United States ought to do about this. But here's the good news. His, his, his good buddy, Renata Soto, is in Mexico today, right now. And I, you know what I think she's doing there? I think she's probably preparing a report to give to Phil Bredesen, uh, a firsthand report. Uh, that would be my guess about and, and providing him advice on the Mexican perspective on what should be done about this migrant march through Mexico. What do you think? What are the odds that, that they're on the phone right now talking about it? Well, if they do, they're not going to tell you about it, right? I don't think so. <laughs> they're going to keep it. So. Going to keep it quiet. Well, again, I think uh, from a political standpoint. I wouldn't be shocked if Phil Bredesen is wanting to wait to see how this thing plays out. Because, again, as we talked about earlier in this hour, this could uh, this could really help uh, sort of the Republicans. And, uh, you know, with uh, pointing out what uh, President Trump really ran on to begin with, uh, it kind of caught uh, a spark with his presidential campaign about what's happening at the border. Or it could blow up in the face of uh, Republicans and help Democrats if, indeed, uh, you know, the optics of this doesn't go down like it should. Uh, someone else who talked about what we should do is uh, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich. Let's uh, see what he said about it. And the president who has inherited a disastrous uh, immigration system between court orders, bad congressional laws, federal regulation, it's a total disaster. He's trying to get his right. Uh, I think it's important to stop this caravan, in part to send a signal to the rest of Latin America, no, you're not going to be allowed to come in. 
Yeah, it's very important that this be handled correctly for sure. We'll talk more about it in just a moment here. As we continue on the uh, first hour of the Tennessee Star Report, this is the Tennessee Star Report Early Edition. By the way, the winner of the lotto, there is uh, someone walking around in South Carolina, perhaps. It has the, all the winning numbers, $1.6 billion worth. And World Series last night, Red Sox beat the Dodgers in Game 1 by a score of 8-4. to four. I'm Doug Kellett, along with Michael Patrick Leahy, and we'll be right back. Tennessee Star Report, the early edition. Do you hear that? That's the sound of Christians not voting. When we don't vote, we silence our own voices on the issues that matter most to us, protecting unborn lives, preserving religious liberty, ensuring that Christian conservatives like Justice Neil Gorsuch are confirmed as justices of the U.S. Supreme Court. This election year, don't stay home. Pray, discern, and vote. To find out how you can help, go to liftthevote.org. That's liftthevote.org. And be sure to like us on Facebook at Lift the Vote. What's the most dependable conservative media outlet in Tennessee? The Tennessee Star, of course. The best Tennessee political news, TennesseeStar.com. Cutting-edge conservative commentary, TennesseeStar.com. Explosive investigative reporting covering issues from Mountain City to Memphis, TennesseeStar.com. The news that those who make the news read, TennesseeStar.com. When you want to know what's happening in Tennessee and why, TennesseeStar.com. So what will you be reading first thing tomorrow morning? Yeah, you know, TennesseeStar.com. I've always managed my money carefully, but it was just one of those months, and I needed some extra cash to cover my bills. AF247.com had my back with a flex loan. I just logged on to apply, and AF247.com representative called me back, walked me through the process, and the money was deposited into my bank account. It was so easy. The flex loan from AF247.com just got a little more flexible with new same-day funding. At AF247.com, you can move cash from your flex loan to your bank account in minutes right from your smartphone. Your time is precious, and you shouldn't spend it standing in line for a cash advance. Same-day funding at AF247.com is the answer to get cash when you need it without the wait. The flex loan from AF247.com is not a payday loan. It's an open-end line of credit. You only pay for the money you need and only for the time you need it. There's no lump sum payment. Get the cash you need in minutes at AF247.com. From your flex loan to your bank account, flexibility is good. Endorsement by paid actors. From the Novatech Managed IT Traffic Center, word of a possible crash down here on westbound 840 and 65. I'm looking for it. TDOT's looking for it. Haven't found it yet, but just be careful here. Again, down south there, 840 westbound and 65. Reports of a possible crash in the area. Other than that, everything is rolling. Everything's at speed limit. Looking pretty good for you right now as you're pushing your way on in. From Talk Radio 98.3 WLAC, I'm Whitney Hayes with your Time Saver Traffic. This report is sponsored by the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Not knowing the difference between a cold and the flu can be frightening. By using the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, this Halloween you won't be tricked by any spooky symptoms. From the Akin Weather Center, your talk radio 98.3 at 1510 WLAC forecast. Beautiful looking morning, plenty of clear sky, seasonable temperatures this afternoon. Sunshine 65. Tonight, thickening clouds 45. Thursday overcast, maybe a rain shower 59, but as low pressure tracks south, we'll get a little rain in here Thursday night into Friday. Powered by the Akin Mortgage Group, I'm Meteorologist Ray Stagic with the Weather Channel. 
win $1,000. Hey, $1,000. bucks can not beat that. Every hour. I'm going to go on vacation. And I'm paying some bills. Do some other fun stuff. $1,000? I mean, that's a gym. Keep listening for the next chance to put a grand in your hand. I'm Amy Eretz, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. It's very meaningful to me when I hear customers talk about how Madison Reed at-home hair color has changed their lives. Here's Vicki, one of our very first customers. Coloring my own hair is easier than I ever imagined. The best part? I no longer have to sit in a salon and pay over $100 to have this done. Now I color it when it's convenient for me, and it takes less than an hour. People compliment me on how great my color is, and my hair is incredibly soft and healthy looking. Experience beautiful, multi-dimensional, ammonia-free, salon-quality color for under $25. Join the hundreds of thousands of women who have tried and loved Madison Reed. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code TRUST. That's code TRUST. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. Weekdays at 11. I always think if somebody's complaining to me, they're asking me to fix it. The complaint department. And most of the time, it's not the case. They're just venting. I think I have a responsibility to fix it. So I struggle. Well, what the hell are they asking for here? Rush Limbaugh. And that's why I don't whine and complain because I think other people are going to think I'm asking for something. So I hold it all in. And what do I have to complain about anyway? On Talk Radio 1510, WLAC. Because brake lights suck. Time saver traffic coming up on Talk Radio 98.3 and 1510, WLAC. The Tennessee Star Report, early edition, with Doug Kellick and Michael Patrick Leahy. And thank you, Talk Radio 98.3, 1510, WLAC. Steve Gill will join the show right after the news at 6 o'clock this morning. Uh, Tennessee Star Report, early edition. You can call in any time during the uh, program, 737-WLAC. Outside the local area, it's 800-688-WLAC. You know, you look at, uh, you were talking about Phil Bredesen, and, and he's, been silent dealing with this uh, caravan uh, moving through Mexico and such. Uh, there's a uh, story, uh, Steve, I know, posted this on social media a little while ago, and uh, you've got the story at TennesseeStar.com, but w- what exactly is the golden ticket uh, that Phil Bredesen, uh, is it something he's sending out? Uh, what, what exactly is going on there, Michael? I think that's just a little, uh, <laughs> he's, he's not sending it out, but I think it's a little kind of funny reminder 
that the Tennessee Republicans are sending out about this idea that, uh, you know, this is golden ticket for a lottery. Well, you know, they're making fun of Phil. Oh, I see. So the Republicans are sending this out, right? Okay. Uh, so, but it's all about uh, just the the uh, the difference of opinion, really, about this. And uh, you know, what I wonder too, Michael, is is deep down how are Democrats around the country going to be affected uh, by this whole issue of the border. Uh, you know, the president's been talking about a border wall for some time, and and this uh, this caravan issue is it playing out? You think in some of these states? Uh, uh, in a uh, in a in a negative way for Democrats, I think it's helping them. Like here in Tennessee, as you, as you know, that that little mailer from the Tennessee Republican Party about Phil Bredesen's golden tickets that way, that has to do with his issuance of of driver's certificates to illegal aliens when he was governor. Not exactly the best move, but certainly the kind of thing that the you know the uh, would would have attracted. Um, the Hondurans who are part of this migrant army marching through Mexico today. Yeah, it's kind of a reminder, right? I, and I'm thinking, too, when you look at some states where they're, they're not really on the front lines of this whole uh, immigration issue. Most of the uh, the states that are in the southeast, the southwest, uh, part of the United States. And so, uh, you know, it, is it really uh, going to be the, the campaign issue, uh, you know, to, right at the midterm elections? Because let's face it, the economy is doing fairly well, right? I mean... That's usually indicative of how well uh, a party that's in power uh, does, but apparently that's not going to make any difference if you believe some of these predictions, like we were talking about earlier, that the Democrats might win the House. Well, yeah, that's what the conventional wisdom says. I still think that it's more than likely that Republicans hold the House. Now, that's not a view that uh, everyone shares, and I don't even think Steve Steve shares that view right now. But uh, I, I do think that the issue of illegal immigration is one that plays in every state, not just the southwestern states or the southeastern states. And let me give you an example. In Iowa, an illegal alien working illegally on a dairy farm there because uh, they did not implement E-Verify as they should have. Uh, Six months ago, this illegal alien killed uh, a an American girl, Molly Tibbetts, in Iowa. You probably saw that. Yeah. Um, that's not playing so well in Iowa. Well, it shouldn't. And, and yeah, but you know, you think about the the way the Democrats sort of frame this, and I don't, I don't think it's been working either. I think this is the reason that you know so many people got behind President Trump during the Republican primaries because they saw uh, the Republicans really not doing anything more about. Uh, illegal immigration than the Democrats, really. They saw kind of one in the same. And because of that, um, you know, it's uh, some of these issues that have come up, like uh, uh, that, uh, what you're talking about in Iowa, the incident there, one in California. I mean, there have been numerous uh, uh, incidents like this around the country with the criminal behavior. And many times these people have been uh, taken out of the country two or three or four times or whatever, and, and, brought, and they've come back in. So, I, yeah, I, I certainly could see that it resonates, and I think it really uh, was sort of the, uh, uh, the cog that kind of got uh, things going, really, for President Trump. And whether speaking that's of yeah, still going, you, you know. Yeah, speaking of President Trump, uh, guess what uh, Tennessee news outlet he reads and shares stories from? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> the Tennessee Star. Yeah. He, he, he uh, picked up an article that uh, it's a commentary actually, that uh, we published on Thursday from uh, Tennessee House Majority Glenn Cassida, 
in which he made a very forceful argument uh, to to pursue and support the Trump agenda. Well, President Trump apparently read that article. Well, let's say this. Someone who <laughs> runs his Facebook page <laughs> apparently read that article. And, well, uh, they, may printed, they may have printed it and, and handed it to him. I mean, that, well, they yeah, may. Yeah, have. Okay. Uh, it, it, let me just say this: <laughs> if if it had gone out on President Trump's Twitter account, I, I would be very confident that he actually had read the article, since it's on his Facebook page. Now, his Facebook page has like 2.3 million followers, but uh, whoever is managing that Facebook page that perhaps showed it to President Trump, and, she, and he perhaps he said, "Yes, let's share this." Or just maybe they made that decision on their own. Anyways, it was shared on President Trump's uh, Facebook page uh, Monday at about uh, 1.30 in the afternoon. And our article now on uh, Glenn Cassida's uh, commentary has uh, uh, about 20,000 Facebook shares as a result. Now, that's, that's pretty good. And so congratulations to House Majority Leader Glenn Cassida. President Trump is paying attention to your opinion. And there's only... Yeah, there's only the Tennessee Star. There's only 13 days left, right? And this will be over. Uh, well, mercifully, <laughs> mercifully. So you know, again, we talked about this yesterday. I mean, I love politics, uh, but this is just—it's out of control. Every time you turn around, there's some kind of propaganda. It it permeates everything. You just can't live a normal life. Well, Facebook's getting yeah, Facebook's getting rid of all the fake news, and uh, you, you probably read that and. The media is clean, oh, yeah. cleaning up their uh, <clears throat> their act. I mean, they're going to do better after this midterm election. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, There's nobody no believes that. fake news except, you know, if it's from Facebook or Google, it's going to lean towards fake fake news. Hey. There's no question about it. Yeah, and it's easy to share that stuff. All right, we're out of time this hour. Stay tuned. Steve will join the program in just a few moments. Uh, he and Michael will continue the Discussion here on the Tennessee Star Report. You can hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter feed is at iDougRadio or Facebook.com backslash iDougRadio. Thanks to Austin doing the uh, producing of the uh, program this morning. Don't forget, we'll be right back here tomorrow at 5.05 as we uh, get you up to date on the early edition of the news here. Tennessee Star Report, the early edition. That's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, same time. Listen, the President Donald